This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, where we discuss all things health and well-being to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. Hi, I'm Amy Sherman, a marketing exec with a passion for wellness and beauty. Hi, I'm Katie Chandler, a former fit model that has a passion for health and fitness. We are sisters-in-law who share the same love for well-being, ready to sift through all the self-care noise and bring you a splash of what we think is fun. So let's get started. Welcome back to our family series, part two, which we are calling Staying Young. It's all a mindset. So I am honored to be joined by my parents, Alan and Ada Chandler, aka mom and dad. And we wanted to take some time while we're home for the holidays, Katie and I, to talk to them about how they stay young, how they keep their minds sharp, and a little bit about their love story, perhaps. So I will let them introduce yourself. Dad, say hello. Hi, Amy. Hi, Katie. It's Dad <laughs> and Alan for Katie. Mom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ada, Amy's mom and Katie's mother-in-law. The best in-laws ever. All right. So we want to kick it <clears> off <throat> with asking you to tell us about your Nirvana of 2020. You know, we always do the weekly Nirvana, but since it's our family series, we want to hear your high of the year. Alan? So my uh, high of the year would be unbelievable timing my grandson's bar mitzvah. His bar mitzvah was on February 22nd. We went to the bar mitzvah. Everybody was in drinking, dancing, having a great time, not thinking about anything until 10 days later where the country and the world froze on, and we're still in it, the COVID-19 uh, virus. So that was my high of the year. Ada, what about you? That's a good one. <laughs> My high of the year is, well, it happened twice. Once this summer when we went to the beach with everybody, the family, my daughter's family, my son's family, and then we, right now, they're all here for the last yeah. of the year and just being together live as opposed to phone calls and FaceTimes and stuff like that. We've done a lot of virtual, but I'm, I'm very, it's just excited. You know, I get motivated just by being with you guys. That's great. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I wanted to start with just a few quick fire questions just to get to know you guys, because first of all, this is about how you're keeping it young. So how old are both of you? Alan, how old are you? 76. Ada, how old are you? Just turned 74. Wow. Okay. 74 and 76 going on 25 each. Exactly. How did you meet? Give me a brief story. Ada, how did you meet? We met the very first time he doesn't remember it in Atlantic city on the beach, he and his best friend came and sat next to me and my girlfriends. And that's the very first time we met. Okay. That's great. And how- I have no memory of that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your story? My story is we went to the university of Maryland and um, I was drafted into the army because it was the Vietnam wars in the sixties, 1966 actually. And so when I went into the service, I came back and I had my, I was dating a gal who I wasn't dating when I came back six months later. And I wanted to go to a, um, to a party for my fraternity. I asked a go between if Ada, who I knew because she was dating one of my best friends, 
who uh-huh. also went into the army. So she was fair game. <laughs> and we started going out. And, and one year later, we were engaged. Oh, that, oh, that's pretty fast. I don't think I realized it, it was, was a two year. years. Oh, two years. Was it two years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. how many years have you been in wedded bliss now? Ada? Do you know how many? Uh, 51. <laughs> exactly. Nice. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. So I was going to take it all the way back with how you were born or the circumstances in which you were born, Dad, because the story is actually unbelievable. And I tell people all the time, but I'd love to hear it from your voice and kind of the first couple of years of your life. But it's interesting because we were just talking about the Vietnam War. You know, me started, I was in the National Guard, no big deal. But uh, my father was in the regular army. And back then, uh, in the, I guess it was 1940. I guess it's 1941, around there. They didn't take people to draft them if they had a kid or they were over a certain age. My father was 29, and my my mother was pregnant, and he was drafted. And he went to the Philippines. First, he was in the United That's States. So they can draft you when you're pregnant. She wasn't pregnant when he was drafted. She was, like, pregnant, like, a month later. Oh, it was wow. too late. So what happened was... Um, she became pregnant, and my mother was very kind of hyper about this thing because she wasn't seeing my father. My father said to her, I'll be there when Alan, me, when I'm born. So he wasn't. He was on a ship heading to the Philippines for two years. Mm. So I was born with my father in transit. My mother thought he would be there because he told her to keep her calm. But, of course, he was on a ship, and he didn't see me for two years. So my mother raised me for two years by herself, single mom, and my father and mother read letters to each other every day. And there's like a thousand letters we have, and I've yet to open them because, uh, you know, just talking about it makes me emotional. But eventually I'm going to open these letters, and who knows, maybe there's a uh, screenplay in there. So I always say you were born from love because Bubby and Papa, my grandmother and grandfather wrote letters every single day. Every single day. And talk about the picture of Papa in your crib or help remember every day she would show you the picture. Oh yeah. So my mother would show me my father every day. Like I'm like one, I don't know what's going on everything. The only thing I know is I remember the first time I saw him was at night about the room was dark and he came in. I knew who he was, obviously, you know, from the picture. And it's just a real love story. My parents had a wonderful marriage. That's one of the reasons Ada married me because well, Ken, my parents were just really in a love story. Starting with that, they both grew up. Uh, it's a whole other story, but they both, both grew up in dire circumstances, found each other, and it's, it's a beautiful story. And both of your parents were married the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, which yeah. is really amazing. It's yeah. beautiful. So right. Bubby was how old when she passed away? 90? So my mother was 95 and my father was 92. They were married 65 years. Unbelievable. You know, and they had a love story. They really yeah. did. Yeah. And what about your parents' mom? <laughs> <laughs> your parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know too much about how they got together or who introduced them or, you know, I, I didn't think to ask good questions like that back in the day. So and no one probably talked about it as much. It just, well, you were I, born, I you were no born later in life. 
You should throw it in. Oh, yeah. My brother was born about 10 years after they were married, and she had a tough time with him, and they said, you know, not to get pregnant again. And then I know they went to Atlantic City, where I came about. <laughs> 20 years <laughs> anyway, later. By accident. 20 years later. No, not 20 years. Well, 20 years after they were married. Nine yeah. years. Oh, wow. Something like that. My, my brother was born either. He had actually born on their, like, 10th anniversary on the same day, June 26th. Wow. And then I was born another nine years later. How old was your mother? When you were born? When I was born, I think she was about 38. Wow. wow. So then, pretty old. Yeah. Now yeah. it's normal. But then that was pretty old to have a kid. Talking right. about she must have had the ability to keep herself young if she could have a baby at 38 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I never really got into those questions with her. I have no idea. How, old, how long did they live? How old were they when they passed? Both of them were about 85. So moving into... How you stay young, your mindset, your body, your health, all that stuff. I, I'll ask mom first. What are kind of what are the things? I, I know you're not super focused on it all the time, but you obviously look beautiful and young and have a Thank young you. mind. So, what do you do to kind of stay that way? I don't know that I do anything mentally to stay young that I can think of. You know. I, you know, I didn't realize I was old until this pandemic came about. Well, because, you're not old. Well, according to the pandemic, they say, well, any, you know, senior citizens, older people, anybody over 65. And then I realized, oh, I'm in that generation. I didn't, when did I get old? I don't know. I don't know. I think you do more than you realize, though, because I, I see how you two live and versus how my parents live or, or, you know, anyone that I know, like my grandparents, watching them when I was younger and something that I've noticed that both of you do that I think keeps you young. is you both are very tech savvy. You always stay up on the latest of everything. It seems you're tech savvy, you're pop culture savvy. Alan, you listen to Drake with, with Adam, with my husband. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're always wearing like the greatest fashion, the coolest thing. Bars yeah. always open at your house. Right. You, you keep you it a good time. It's a, it's a mindset, right. Of like, you've never told yourself you're old, like what you just said. Right. And I think too, we were talking about this earlier. It's not, it, it's just intuitive for you to stay young and feel good and enjoy life, which is the best way to be. Cause I think now a lot of people are intentional about what they eat and how they exercise. And it's very planned where I think with you guys, it's just, that's how you are, which is the best way to be. Right. Did you, when in your, you know, younger years, your twenties, your thirties, your forties, were you physically active? I assume you were. Did tennis and exercise and everything. Yeah, what, what did you tennis, do? Golf. I mean, I have a whole history. Well, I think I think as far as um, you know, trying to stay young, the main focus for me is positive thinking. So I, I really think if you can do something positive every day, I don't care what it is. Right. You know, I could say fix your computer, okay, or buy a pair of shoes, or just feel good about something. And I think. You know, when I say you beak or and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it's just all about feeling good about being alive, you know. And um, as far as, you know, exercise, I, I mean, I walk when I, I play golf, not real hard exercise. And I need to exercise more. But, but I think um, I think Ada provides a great diet for us. We always have vegetables and, you know, green with all our meals. She cooks healthy meals. I think a lot of it has to do with genes, obviously. You know, if you have good genes and your parents live a long time. By the way, my dad has a full head of hair, which my husband, Stu, would like to always mention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> full bullet head. But full I really, I really head. think in everybody's life, if you can just do something positive, 
I knew from being in sales all my life and working with young people all my life that just by staying a little would make their day. Right. Really. Or just by complimenting them. Or just telling Ada something great. You know, or just all of you. You know, if you just say something, then people say, say something nice. I say, say something positive and people and do something positive and that'll make your day better. And that's, right. that's and how I, I think you have the glass half full mindset, which is what has carried through to me, which I appreciate because not everybody is that way. So it's good to always think on the bright side, think on the positive side, even if it's a small thing. Um, Mom, what about you? I mean, my whole life, you always did aerobics. Zumba. Zumba. Zumba and dance jam. I don't like to actual exercise, you know, like do 20 reps of this and 20 reps of that. That makes me like, oh, it's so boring. But when you were little, Amy, and Adam was already in school, I used to take you to Jackie Sorensen, which was the original aerobics creator. I remember that. She was a dancer and she realized she was always never had a problem with her weight. And she realized it had to do with aerobic exercise. Right. Which is constant motion for at least 15 minutes. And I did the Jackie Sorensen aerobics twice a week. And and I liked it because it was fun because you were listening to music and it was current music. And uh, I said, well, I would learn the words to all the music and, and, and I would remember all the dance steps. So again, that's a mental practice that's good for you. Yeah. yeah. And you guys like to dance and you often will just dance around the house or do a dance. We dance this morning. Uh, you do? What did you dance to? Well, Adam gave, gave me that um, thing from Apple. I home. Oh, the orbit? Is that what it's called? And they put on Earth, Wind, and Fire, of course. No, you, no you, asked, you asked her the question. You said, play Petty Tendergrass. Oh, Petty Tendergrass. That's you mean right. Teddy Pendergrass. Correction. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, right. That's great, though. You guys took a moment to dance this morning. I mean, I just don't think every couple out there is doing that. Yeah, you know, just briefly. At all ages. Just briefly. Yeah. yeah. His parents used to do that, too. Right. I love that. So another thing I also noticed is that both of you had long, successful careers and had great relationships throughout your careers and stay in touch with all the people that you've worked with, whether it be mentors or colleagues. So talk about how that has helped you stay young. Cool. I think, so I think, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of the guys that I grew up with, a number of them became attorneys and, um, you know, we just got through school. I mean, we're not great students and everything, but they're able to get into university. Paul, we're going to school, become lawyers and stuff. I looked at it and I said, you know, I don't want to really sit in an office. I don't take the money out of it. I just don't want that lifestyle. So I got into management. And being in management is the greatest way of staying young, if you're into it. And, you know, I work with all young kids. And, all, in fact, I work with so many young kids. I got to a point where... Every time I talk to a kid, they had perfect teeth. Every time. <laughs> okay? When I grew up, nobody had perfect teeth because nobody went to work. We couldn't afford it. So I said, you know, I don't know if you remember this, Amy. I said, you know, I can't take this anymore. So I actually went to an orthodontist, had a couple of teeth, one tooth removed, had a bridge made. Oh, right. And so my teeth look completely different than they did. But at least I can talk to somebody like you guys <laughs> and great. don't feel like, what's wrong with me? You know? So, um... But I think when you're in a leadership role, it gives you a lot of confidence and it gives you a lot of abilities just to work with people. And that's been a great career for me. That's all I ever wanted. I was, when I was in school, in elementary school, I was vice president of school. When I was in fraternity, I was uh, 
a steward of the kitchen. I was on boards, on charity boards and stuff like that. I just like a leadership position. And you don't think about it while you're doing it. You really don't think, hey, I mean, once in a while you think about it. But when you think back about it, you say, how did I really love it so much? And I worked 48 years for the same company, really. And, and yeah. now, how many years have you been retired? Four. Four years. But you started your own company. Right. You're consulting. I have a small company, yes. Right. And you. part of the reason why you did that is because you love what you do. Right. And you want the stimulation. You like to talk to people. Right. right. I like to talk to people. And that's without a doubt keeping yeah. you young. Especially with technology. It really fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Mom? I was just going to bounce off of what he said. And a lot of the things you did were similar to my job. While I was in a classroom, I was sort of a mentor to the younger teachers. And I taught for 30 years here. I was sort of like, then I changed to be a staff development teacher, which meant, means I worked with all the young teachers and older teachers as almost like a, a cheerleader, someone to give them confidence, somebody to model, whatever. But I used to hang with them, you know, like at lunch or whatever, and, you know, tease them and walk in their classrooms and they'd start laughing. And, you know, they would say, how would you do that? You know, that kind of thing. But I know you were like a cheerleader as a manager and you had names for people. And he when they, when they would walk in the office, you used to tell me you would say something like, He's huge. And everybody started laughing and calling him that and made that person feel special. Right? right. And that's really, really fun. But as far as how it makes you stay young is that my mother used to say your children make you young. But like when you hang out with young people, you know what's going on. That You know, you see what they're wearing. And right. you kind of have fun together. You know, and we had parties and we would be dancing together. I mean, we had holiday parties. We used our house in my first school, my second school, and my third school, which are the three schools I worked in at, at here. And, and and at the parties, we would all do stuff and make, you know, they did this Hawaiian thing and they would dance and I don't know, we just had a bunch of, of a lot of fun. That's great. And, and I just have to say too, when I always meet people that have worked with my mom or worked with my dad, they both say the same thing. They go, your dad, your mom is the greatest. So cool, so young, so hip, so with the times, they're the best. So Here's a story. So what Ada was saying about nicknames, I had a lot of nicknames for people who work with me all the time. But one thing that you'll, that you'll like, it's funny, I had this kid that worked for me, and his name was Ron. And uh, he was like 22 years old and very competitive. And we were like on one floor in an office building, okay? And our parking lot was in front of our building. And my car was always parked in the first spot and everybody would park and I'd watch him come in. This one kid, he was a good, he was a very, very good salesperson. But what motivated him, every time he came in, he'd have to walk by my office. And I was there every day, 8.30, right? Even though it was 6 o'clock. And every time I saw him, I'd go like this, big ride! Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. And he, and I'm here with suspenders, with a tie, in a suit, canary suit, all dressed up and everything. I'm sitting in my office talking to my, and I say, my partner, big run! Anyway, he left to move to Florida. And basically, after five, he worked for him about five or six days. He's almost in tears. Mm-hmm. He says, yes, I'm out. No, I'm going to miss. Big run! Oh, he said, I'm not going to miss anything else. Right. But that made my made day. made it feel good. He said, that made my day, and I could go out and look forward to seeing you the next morning. Oh, that's so straight. And you, you bounce off of that positivity that you feed him. He gives it back to you and makes you smile. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. You can see it in his face. Yeah. yeah. So we could talk all day. There's so many great stories. You know, maybe we'll do a part two one day. 
But in the meantime, we're going to do a quick rap session, which Katie's going to start with. So, Ada, Alan, ladies first. I'll start with you, Ada. What's your favorite wellness or beauty hacks? Just something that's been tried and true. For me personally? Yes, for you personally. Tonino. Tonino? Tell yes. me, what is Tonino? Tonino is a organic hair straightener. And I've had curly hair my whole life and always tried to I always like to blow it out straight. It's a pain in the you-know-what. And the tanina makes it easy. You know, you wash your hair, it comes out straight. You blow it dry, it's no frizz. beautiful. No frizz. That's the other piece of it. So that's my beauty hack. That's great. Good one. Yeah. Alan, what's your beauty or wellness hack? I get the same deal. I mean, I my hair's relaxed. <laughs> For real. My hair is so curly, but it's, it's relaxed. I do that. I walk. I try. What I about walk. your skin now? Because your skin's like. Oh, I use a. Uh, I use kills for about probably thirty years. Oh, nice. You know, and I put on when I shave. Yeah, and yeah, I use kills like all the time. Okay, what do you do, Ada, to maintain your daily nirvana? How do you keep your balance, your peace? I like my coffee in the morning, mm. and I like to play words with friends or my phone so I can keep up with my friends because that takes me forever sometimes. I can't think of a word. And I, I mix the letters around. and find it. That's the two things I do consistently. Nice. And words with friends is also a mental sharpness tool, right? I would imagine I it's got to be. I guess it. It's like Scrabble. You know, it's similar, but you're limited to what words you can make because you only have like seven letters. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Alan, what about you? I think what 100% is if I can walk between two and three miles when I walk, I feel my best. Mm. And I feel that I did something positive. I did something good for my body. And it's it just clears out my mind. And I, when the weather's, I mean, you can stay up hard and walk. But um, that's that's my, something I look forward to. Okay. That's fantastic. That's good. So, Amy, I want to hear about this week's product review. It looks like a really good one. So, in the spirit of doing family series... My mother-in-law, Judy, always gets me these fun products, either techie products or beauty products or tchotchkes. It runs the gamut, and I'll probably review them many times throughout Nirvana Sisters. But the first one would be this product, which is called the Finishing Touch Flawless Brows Eyebrow Hair Remover. It's $15 on Amazon or at your drugstore, but basically this has gotten me through quarantine because what it is, it looks like a pen. Okay, it's actually like a really pretty rose gold and it looks like a pen. But when you open the cap, it's a little machine and it shaves or it It cleans up. Yeah, it cleans up your eyebrow. So if you turn it on and you go like this, it just gets the little specks so you don't have to pluck your eyebrows. Wow. So it's a great tool. I actually have told a lot of people about this because it was a savior over quarantine. And it's also good when you're just doing your makeup and you see a couple little things sticking out, you can just get them off with this thing and you don't have to pluck your eyebrows and get them all red. It's just a great little product. What's the name again? I'm going to buy it on Amazon as soon as we're yeah, it's, um, And I'll put it in the show notes, but it's called Finishing Touch Flawless Brows Eyebrow Hair Remover. So nice. it says what it does. And again, 15 bucks, a great little invention. And it's battery powered, so you can just change it anytime. And it's lasted me. I've probably had it for a couple of years, and I use it all the time. So great product. Love it. All right. So I love that product review. I'm excited to order it. I am. So let's hear your what, – what's our mantra this week? So this is a statement, I guess, that my mom has said my whole life, and I still use it today with my kids, and it makes perfect sense. And the saying is, 
everything in moderation, Mm. right? That's kind of your slogan. Like you don't want to eat too much sugar. You don't want to eat too much alcohol, but just a little bit's good. So everything you do in moderation, you'll be fine. I like that. Yeah. I got that from my mother and my mother-in-law. Must well, there been, we go. Must have been a thing back in the day. It's been passed down. And then I say that to my kids. It makes sense. So thanks for joining this week. Hope you enjoyed the family series. If you do, we could keep doing this. And uh, thank you again. Thanks, Mom and Dad. This yeah. is great. Thanks, Ava. Thank you for having me.